Well, greetings, Gundam Maniacs. Welcome to episode 62 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I'm Adam Blue. Joining me is Steven from Midnight Hatter. Steven, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. Yeah, yesterday, um, awesome live stream on your channel. Link in the description. It, it, it's actually really awesome because that uh, video was you going over using a 3D modeling program, right? And yep. like... Nowadays, yeah. I think any any human could get far with a 3D modeling program because there's just so many things. Like, I've always been into filmmaking. Nowadays, people are just using the act of making 3D models to make movies. and It's like know, cheat codes. It's, it's, it's playing with a game shark plugged in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for even for video games, even for concept artists, for architects, like, I think there's... And just you going over your process for getting a model from a game how to kind of take the parts, shape them for how you need, even if you weren't to 3D print, even if you just wanted to. I learned a lot from that. That was so if if anyone hasn't checked it out yet, link in the description. Um that was a lot of fun. No, yeah. I appreciate you uh coming on and you know chatting us through it. It was it was a lot. It was great. Yeah, no, it's like it's like a learning uh experience for me. It's always fantastic. I cannot wait to see what kind of things I can start making here shortly. Um but Speaking of making things, and that doesn't really make sense for what I'm about to say next. Thanks for everyone that has joined so far. I see Jedi Salep, Metal Neo, Ian Hansen. Um, let's see, uh, Goose in the house. And hey, speaking of Goose, if any of you are in that um, G Eternal beta or interested in it, check the Discord. Goose is all over that, and he's been talking about it uh, in the Discord there. Um, let's see, uh, Lucas Garrett, good to see you, uh, Midnight, uh, Hatter, good to see you, Sigzion, kind of maniacs, I'm here. Right. um, Zionic Shadow, good to see you, and then Gundam Wing, excellent, excellent start, well, so what are we talking about today, well, there's been a lot of video game news, and while that's not gonna be a whole show, I just, I wanna talk about that stuff, just because, like, I love video games, and I love Gundam video games, but I'm gonna... I'm holding it to me, and I'm saying this out loud so everyone can hold it to me as well, um, is to have less video game, or not less, but not make this into a video game channel. I'm really trying to stay away from that. Well, if it helps, this, this yeah. might, this might uh, sway you a little bit, is okay. I, it did not qualify for the um, Gundam G, G Eternal beta test. And I did not play Gundam Evolution because I'm not interested in, in Overwatch clones. So oh, this is one then. of those podcasts where I have nothing to offer. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. No, it's good because really, um, you know, those are just hot topics right now, the news. So I'll, I'm going to briefly mention Evolution, um, the Eternal uh, beta, but then get into uh, – I asked – people like what are the oldest gunplay kits they've built because it's crazy to think how old they can be and how they can change and there's some good responses there um and then just some other news there's some cool new um robot spirits that are coming out um and all that so yeah we'll we'll go ahead and get started um i see was that uh well neon wave was saying just got here what did i miss nothing yet nothing yet so yeah we're just getting started web fox good to see you Metal Neo is saying you should make a video game channel. Well, you know what? I actually do have one. It's called Blue Gamer. I, I Sometimes the ads will show up below. But how I'm treating it is 
I, I want to post at least once a week on there, but I haven't lately. It's whenever I feel like I need to make sure every all my focus is on Gundam Explained, then I don't post on my other channels. Um, anytime I'm feeling that burnout, I'm like, okay, I want to scale back just one channel for now. So, uh, but thanks for thanks for bringing that up though, because I'm down for that. And then Ian was saying he couldn't download the beta. In fact, he had a link for it. He could click on it, and it took him to the page. But when he'd click to download it, it wouldn't work. That that's uh, that's even more of a tease right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the neon wave is saying, yeah, I think this week and next is going to be video game heavy. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he's saying next month is going to be anime heavy. Oh, yeah, Witch for Mercury. All right. Hey, Turtle Gaming, good to see you. Well, okay. Um, yeah, let's uh, move on here a bit. Uh, um, actually, real quick, Steven, um, I, I was just touching on your channel from yesterday when we were streaming. I guess to give more specifics, you were you took a model of a, a high mobility ground type Zaku from a game because by putting that into the Blender 3D program, you can then take the certain parts. Your plan is to make them printable into resin, which then you can apply to customize a Gumpla. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, part of part of my plan and you know i don't want to get too deep into the weeds on it but you know no, basically just trying to create some affordable but accessible 3d printed resin kits for you know the high grade gumpla creator right and we're we're all gundam fans here you know most of us are into the gumpla stuff as well as um you know just gundam in general the anime the video games so but but you know it is what it is. Like a lot of the resin conversion kits are for perfect grade or master grade kits. So you're, yeah. you're spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on the kit and then another hundred dollars on the resin conversion kit. And so, you know, I, I'm just trying to, you know, kind of blow open that gate and uh, allow allow more people into the hobby is, is my intent with that. Yeah, I would I would say that. Um, oh, wait, uh, echoing. Well, they're saying you're echoing. That must mean oh. it's coming from me, I guess, right? Wouldn't that? Uh... Well, I think I'm muted over in Discord. If you need me to log out of Discord, um, let me know. Yeah, no, it's not a Discord thing. So, yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Well, um, I guess we'll kind of we'll try to figure this out <laughs> along the way. But um, no, real quick, because what's interesting about this, if you think about those resin kits those conversion kits that are out there, they're like super expensive and they I see are. them and sometimes like, man, I would love to get something like that, but that's like beyond the hobby, right? Like that's, that's like beyond, I'm still learning the painting. I still haven't really fully gotten airbrushing it. There's so much I still want to learn, but so it's probably good to head over to your discord, your YouTube, because you're starting this and that stuff is going to be available potentially, eventually for, for people. But yeah, um, yeah, the more people on the ground floor are getting that running, the quicker it'll, it'll get there. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I appreciate the shout out because, you know, anybody who obviously contributes early on, anybody who's kind of in on the conversation, you know, tell me what kits you want. Because obviously Bandai is going to make what they make and I have the opportunity to kind of make things that they're not necessarily going to make. Let me know what you want to see. Yeah, and what I asked on the stream yesterday is if anyone has an idea of a cool, like, 
high grade kit that is easily accessible like most people can have or one that a lot of people can get easily but also has a variant that's something to keep yeah, in mind because that's, yeah. that's the big thing right is yeah. it's like you don't want to make a variant of like the toad's ritter where it's like that's a 70 dollar high grade <laughs> yeah. kit you know that kind of defeats the purpose of <laughs> making a resin conversion kit uh yeah well cool yeah so links in the description for that stuff um yeah and then moving on real quick so just some content i've had come out recently um Beginning of the week, it was the old, the oldest Gumpla I have. I talked about it. It's from F91. They were uh, made in 1991, I believe. Um, and um, we're in a second. We're gonna. I put a little uh, question up for the community about their oldest kit. So I'm curious to see what people have said. We'll get to that in a second, though. But um, uh, another thing is the boss battles in SD Gundam. I decided to go against some of the different variants of bosses. Uh, with my infighter and sharpshooter, because I've had most fun with those classes. So if you're interested in that, I have that video up. And then another one that I thought was pretty interesting, that's why I made a video. It's more of I was, I kept seeing little tidbits about late UC Earth Federation developed GMs. And I'm just like, how would it really, what, what would it be like in late UC after Xeon when these other empires or, or places are trying to take over? And, um, you know, it's crazy because they introduce all of these wild different GM variants, and here we are in the correct century, in the dark history of Turn A Gundam, and what are these guys piloting? The MS-06 Borgenon Zaku 2. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, that's... Uh... No, I'm, just, I'm just busting your chops. Zixion. No, but no, that is actually, that's actually kind of funny how it just kind of circles back. I guess if that timeline is all, all correct. Um, but, right, who um, knows? It might be changing. Like that's yeah yeah no yeah it's, there's there's yeah. rumors out there about um about the timelines shifting so to speak yeah and I guess something about how they present some of the series in SD Gundam is like out of order of what of what it's supposed to be so yeah I I don't know um but you know along with that is what's what's cool in late you see that Earth Federation possibly have we're all fans of GMs I mean I've been past couple streams I've talked about GMs a whole lot. And so what's cool about them is they look like the stuff from F91, you know, the SNRI, other than Anaheim Electronics, they have more of this, it has like that ultra compact Minofsky reactor, I think it's called, you know, slimmer mm -hmm. designs, but still powerful. Beam shields are the new thing. So there are GMs that are outfitted just like that. Um, uh, just keep in mind, one's called James Gunn. James Gunn, pretty cool name uh, for a GM, but that's the one that seems to be like the coolest. It's in the thumbnail. Sounds familiar. I don't, you know, something about Guardians of the Galaxy, something like that. <laughs> hey, that was good. That was good. Um, <laughs> and then um, G Generation Eternal uh, Beta. So, you know, that was pretty cool. And I guess that can kind of segue into our next topic, which is um, that beta that just came out. And um, so it's basically those SD generation games and they make them sometimes uc seed or they mix them right are you familiar with that series oh i'm a big fan of that series um g generation genesis is probably one of my top 10 favorite games of all time top five gundam obviously that's cool but um but yeah i mean that series is decades old you've got like g generation world g generation overworld etc cetera, etc cetera. 
it's it's a long running franchise and this is probably its first foray into the mobile realm right yeah um i think so and so i don't i don't have as much familiarity as you might or others out there i've played genesis um i played a little bit of crossrays but i was just more into the uc so i you know stuck with genesis but what okay so what's interesting is that the main gameplay seems to still be there which is pretty cool there's a yep. lot more it seems like i can discover but so far it didn't seem like you have um mobile suits in a ship that you then launch from it seems like they're already out with your ship um and again i think again this is on mobile so a lot of these differences i'm bringing up on it's like the context of what would be better in a mobile environment and so exactly another thing they do is when you have your other units on the field and you're moving one to fight if your other friendly units are within the same radius, they will automatically do like the guard or the uh, support attack. You actually don't select that as an option. Now, what I think this does, it makes it where you have to manage energy a little different, I think. Or more, yeah, considering unit placement because of the way it works. Um, you know, another interesting thing too is like you can uh tap and hold to move the unit to attack and and then let go and it will automatically place itself where it needs to be to do the attack so it's neat little changes they've made i think to just make it a more efficient quicker experience but it still it still feels like sd um generation games whatever at its core the graphics yeah. are really good i was surprised about that the animation um and really, there's so much game you can do there that there's not, at one point, I felt like, and it could be because this is the beta, but like, oh, I need to put money into something or buy something. It was like, there's so much to already do. Um, Yeah, I, and, and you know, another thing, because it's mobile, like, I, I think it's fun. I don't see myself playing it every day. And another thing is I don't play mobile games at all, really, so... I would see myself when there's times where I might be out doing something or somewhere where I'm just with my phone and usually there's no games to play because I don't really play many, but that's one well, that I would then. You go to the bathroom, don't you? Yeah, but I tend to read Reddit, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> that's right. But no, um, um, oh man, the days of candy crush while I was crushing it. Um, but anyway, um, the, the cool thing about it is it's like you can start Start it up quickly, get into a game, do some strategy. I, I think that's going to be the fun with it. Um, yeah, so it's not like it's super exciting. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It just seems like another one of those games, and it's on mobile, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it, it really does feel like just a new... I mean, and, and this is coming from someone who doesn't have experience with it because I didn't qualify for the beta. But, yeah, um, yeah from what I understand, it really is just another G-Generation installment. In fact, they use a lot of the same graphics from the backgrounds to the sprite animations mm. that are that are on screen. They did overhaul the UI and the the sort of gameplay graphics very well. So, like, those graphics are polished up and look really nice. Yeah. Um, and, and it all it, it always kind of felt like a game that would work really well on mobile. But I don't yeah. think that they went that extra step to to optimize it for mobile, if that's my understanding. Correct. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird because it. I don't know. It, it seems 
like it's well done, but I feel like it could have done more. So you see Engage, you know, the one that never even came out in this region. That game um, might not have the depth of gameplay, but the production value, the graphics are a bit better. Um, I'm still surprised you see Engage didn't come out here at all. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, that's that. Um, but, you know, speaking of games, that's not all. Uh, Gundam Evolution uh, launched yesterday on PC, free to play. You know, people call it a hero shooter, and it is more of a hero shooter than not. But um, you know, one thing I really do like about it because I I never got into Overwatch. What what it feels like when I'm playing um, Evolution is I feel like it's when I'm playing Call of Duty and I'm doing one of the objective maps or play t game types. I prefer the objectives, and where I already have a a character that I've decked out from unlocks because when, when you choose a character in Gundam evolution, they are very different, you know, just like a character shooter, but it feels more like sure. a loadout than it does like a character ability. I don't know how to explain that, but it feels like I'm launching loadouts. I've, yeah. I've heard the description, um, you know, call of or I've heard the comparison to call of duty, uh, as mm -hmm. well, you know, during my forays on the internet and dare I say that it's almost eerily similar to like the um, Star Wars Battlefront games where yeah. you have like classes of Stormtrooper, for instance, that you can play as, right? Yep, that's right. There was like the special, oh no, there's, that was a class like specialist, the but the Enforcer, yeah. There was like Enforcer yeah. and something else, and it was like the same type of controls where you had like three abilities that you can activate them and then you wait for them to refresh. Yeah, I really like that comparison from a feeling of gameplay. Gundam Evolution feels like Battlefront 2, um, the latest yeah. one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good comparison because, yeah, in Battlefront 2, like, even though you could play third Chewbacca? or first. Is it, what's that? The Sazabi? Is, is, is the Sazabi Ch oh, Chewbacca? Yeah, or no, is it that, like the Ashmar exactly Chewbacca? Right. <laughs> yeah, and the gun tank is BB-8, and I don't know if many people know this, but they like made BB-8 a playable hero in Battlefront 2, and it was... It was okay. It, I mean, the believability went out the window, but um, <laughs> right. No, uh, so yeah. Another thing that's cool about it is the gunplay, right? Like the gunplay again, it's shooty shooty, and it feels again like Call of Duty. It's very. I I play both keyboard, mouse, and gamepad. Um, and it depends. Sometimes I'll get in the game, and it depends what it feels like. Evolution's definitely mouse and keyboard. Um. But sometimes I want the controller because I kind of like how on the controller, I think I can hit buttons faster than I can hit keys with my finger, even though it's the opposite when it comes to like jumping. Usually on a mouse and keyboard, I can jump and aim better than on a controller. Yeah. So on the controller, they did, they did change where a default jump is RB. I think to to do that, but it still feels better on mouse and keyboard. It's an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. So dash is LB, jump is RB. Now, another neat thing that this does that kind of gives it a unique feeling is that when you jump, you also can hold it down and you hover, and and you slowly descend. But it gives it more. I mean, there are so many times when I've been playing uh, today where I would be at a certain area where I can like jump into battle, but be above everyone and then just fly around and shoot down. And, um, I guess that gives it more 
because all the characters can do that, that also gives it another layer that makes it different than Overwatch or something. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, looking at chat, anyone uh, play? Must have. Oh, Jedi says saying Haro, uh, Haro's BB-8. So that would be funny if they had Haro in this. Um, that'd be the actually... Psycho Haro and like the <laughs> yeah that yeah that'd Which, be good. I mean, I, the Psycho Haro has got to be in G Generation Eternal, right? Yeah, like... I think so. Even Goose got it, and uh, yeah, he was even saying that he's posted some pictures uh, in the Discord, and there's a picture of that one. Um, um, but yeah, Haro being a character that would be. That'd be good. And then Xeonic Shadow saying, I'm only getting Gundam Evolution for Dozel uh, Zaku gameplay. Yeah, because that's a sick looking Zaku. Yeah, and that's another thing. And they... melee specializations. You know what? I don't know what his, uh, yeah, what, what that will be. Um, uh, we'll look in a second here. I found this kind of tier list for the characters in Gundam Evolution, but Interesting. so far I've just been the uh, Pale Riders, like the first thing you can choose. So my thing was just, I'll just pick the first one, go use it until either someone else grabbed it, and then I'll just do the next one. You know, just to... You know, just like Eternal... Uh, G Generation Eternal, though, I don't see myself playing Evolution all the time. Um, I, I see it as like a couple times a week, maybe a couple matches here or there. Um, well, and the yeah. way that I feel about Evolution is, you know, if I'm going to play an online PvP Gundam game, you might as well play GBO2, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, A, it's free. B, you can choose from a wider range of mobile suits. Um, you know, I, I think that what Evolution offers is that kind of unique gameplay experience based on the mobile suit that you choose. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, it seems like it's more to just get more people in the Gundam. But that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. And you know, another thing that I appreciate it for as a huge Gundam fan that I play a lot of video games is there there was a point here recently where Battle Alliance, after 75 hours, I was like, you know, I need to play something else. And so I I loaded up um what is it called? Um it's it's on Steam, just came out. Demon, uh, what is it? Well, let me find this because you guys got a hyper demon. It's a first person shooter, sick psychedelic graphics. Um, that was a good change of pace. But so with evolution, it's one of those things where I can go back and forth because the Gundam Battle Alliance DLC dropped. I was playing it and I was like, oh, I'm kind of tired of Battle Alliance. So then now I have evolution, and there you go. There's the cycle. Um, you get on that Bamco treadmill. Yeah, just... <laughs> exactly. Play their games, promote their content. <laughs> uh, um, but let's see. Um, what? Oh, yeah. You know, something else I wanted to bring up real quick um, is the Patreon, because this Saturday we're watching F91. If you're interested, we do these uh, movie nights uh, once a month. Um, yeah, so this one's coming up. F91 is sick. I love F91, so... Um, See, now, yeah. this is one that a lot of people on my Discord server give me a hard time about because they're big F91 people, and I'm like, you know, it technically it's UC, but to me, I'm like, UC ends with Char's counterattack, so... Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I... I could see where you're coming from because I got into... 
F91 before I was really like in the timeline lore of UC. It was more of, oh, here's a UC, or not even that at the time. I was just <laughs> watching yeah. anything. And well, but, like you said, your yeah. first kit was an F91 kit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, that was back when, yeah, when I say back when, that was in 2019 when I was first getting a gun. I'm not, wasn't really attached to anything specific other than the V fin just stood out. But, um, you know, for F91, I still think it has amazing animation, even compared to today. There's just some scenes. It does the disaster scenario scene very well. Um, you know, there's just so many. I, and that's the thing is watching it, I can tell it's a little, um, Oh, I don't know what the term is for it rushing through like the plot, the character development. Um, but I um I liked its fast pace. It seemed to just have a, a breakneck pace because they were going from at the colony under attack, having to get away, then finding the F ninety one, then you know well, I don't wanna give away too much because movie night um this Saturday for those that right. haven't watched it yet. But great. Um it'd be better. But I think it's just good enough. For, well, and yeah. there's production reasons, obviously, that it was a movie yeah. and not a series. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. The The animation is stunning. It has that distinct, very, um, I don't want to say dated, but it's a very distinct to that period in history style of anime. That yeah, well, is, you could say this was probably like animated on this year. You know, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, but, but it's gorgeous, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way about like 0083. You know, you, yeah. you look at 0083 and you're like, this was a 1992, like, yeah. No, that is pretty cool because between F91 and 0083, like to have gotten into Gundam in, in 79 when it came out or 80, you know, depending on when you got into it. And if, you know, I, I wasn't even born yet. But, um, and then like being into Gundam for over 10 years and then stuff like 0083 coming out and F91, you would be like, whoa, like, just the animation, top-tier animation at that time, you know? Um, it's interesting to think about that in the context of the time, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you and I have the experience of having been into Gundam at certain periods of Gundam history, but, like, you know, some stuff is just sadly before before you and I were born. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of it, too, I uh, and I do this all the time, and I don't know if people get tired of me bringing it up, but I compare it to Star Wars because I got into Star Wars when I was young and, you know, went through the whole prequel thing where I allowed the internet to tell me I didn't like the prequels. And then and then the sequel thing, which I thought this would be amazing, and it, and it wasn't. Then I look at Gundam, and then I look at that Hathaway movie that came out and be like, wow, if Disney came out with something with the quality of Hathaway, like in terms of story, character, and all that, like, for Star Wars, that would be insane. But, without spoiling, yeah. I will say, Andor is kick-ass. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> completely different. It's like, it, it, uh, what I wish Disney was doing the whole time. It, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not a Disney Plus guy, so I haven't looked into it yet, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean... If you're going to make those kind of side stories, they should be about a character like Cassian Andor, right? Like, you don't want to make a side story about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, he's... Th th that would be like making a side story like, hey, this is the Shar Aznable side story. 
Well, like, uh, well, yeah, that's a good point because really Shar is integrated. He's a part of it anyway. Yeah, you Obi-Wan, it would almost be like it wouldn't be called Obi-Wan. That's a good point. It wouldn't be called Obi-Wan. It would just, if they were going to tell more stories, it would be a story that involves Obi-Wan and whoever else was part of that um, yeah. time. Like Gun- Gundam as a franchise has done a really good job of avoiding tying in core characters from yeah. the main trilogy, if you will, of... 0079 Zeta, Zeta to Char's counterattack. Yeah. And a lot of their side stories tend to focus on other characters you know, completely. Characters like Shiro and yeah. Koyuraki and you know, the list goes on. <laughs> and they might even star Zeon uh characters and seem like they are the good guys. You know, whereas yeah, Star Wars really does stick with, you know, who's good and who's bad. Um you know, there's something, you know, I want to move on from the Andor talk real quick. It's just Andor does something that Gundam does in the storytelling of the world, you know, where the world is not what you think. Um, so I'll give it a couple weeks and maybe I could talk about it here on the on the podcast because it's, yeah, again, it's something that Gundam does. And Star Wars kind of tried to start talking about it, but it was very surface level and didn't really... It wasn't intriguing, but they are doing it in Cassian, and it's a mystery. So that's cool. Well, and I'm guessing they're going this direction. But anyway, um, you know what? But I, I, the thing I want to take away from this is your um, how you recognized that the main characters for Gundam aren't then have their own side stories like Star Wars is doing, and then the kind of and you see how Mandalorian was met with more praise than. Obi-Wan, even though, you know, people generally liked Obi-Wan, I think it was just because that's pretty cool what happened, Obi-Wan, Vader, that's neat, but, yeah, it's like... I, th- I think that if they had, the the big success story about Obi-Wan Kenobi is the fact that they were able to get Ewan McGregor, Ewan yeah. McGregor back. Yeah. If they had recast Obi-Wan using another actor, that show would have been way, way, way down in the dumps. And, uh, I don't know if you watched it, but Hayden Christensen... And he, yeah, and that that was crazy, like, to have those flashback scenes and everything, so it's like, uh, it, yeah, that's it, that's like the the meat and potatoes, I guess, of like, oh, Star Wars, I'll watch this, it has that, yeah. Yeah, well, and, and that's kind of the, uh, the, the approach that Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, they tend to try and go to the well too much, right? Like, they try to yeah. go to the things that, that are too much of the thing, right? You know, they're going to continue to bring up Anakin. They're going to continue to bring up Kenobi. What I love about Gundam as a franchise is they might go to the well on the one-year war. One-year war comes up over and over and over again. But there's always a new story to tell. There's always a new yeah. Zeon Ace out there that's, you know, wreaking havoc. There's always a new Fetty recruit that braves the the front against some Zeon threat. So, I mean, it's... It just seems like a much more rich lore. Yeah, I, I need to keep this in mind now. Uh, anytime uh, I'm I'm thinking about story or narrative, like, you know, the one thing George Lucas always uh, relegated the comedy to the droids, you yeah. know, the, the non-human characters. And then another thing with Gundam is they do a good job of um, kind of being respectful for the known characters when it comes to making more material out of that universe where they create new new characters to kind of expand the story so or the universe so yeah very good very very cool um all right so 
Um, Metal Neo Gundam F91 is just cool looking. Hell yeah, it is. There's no doubt there. Um, That's what I've heard. All right. So, yeah, the old kits I wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, I talked about I had those old, speaking of F91, the old F91 kits because the only ones I could buy at that time were these old ones. And, you know, that was uh, quite the eye-opener, so check out that video. Okay. And then, you know, Robert was saying his oldest was the Strike, which then that would probably be like, what, uh, early 2000s? Probably. Yeah, um, it would have to be like between 2002, 2006, that era. Okay. And then there's um, a NG Master Gundam. Do we know what the NG grade is? Is that like near grade, nice grade, something like that? Um, I thought there was like an FG, right? Yeah. It's like fair grade. I, I do remember hearing there was some other grade types that, yeah, this, here's, they're showing one here. Does it happen to say Neo? A Neo grade would be cool. That's a good idea. What would Neo grade be? I don't know. Uh, no grade is what the chat's saying. Oh, interesting. So it's just kind of like some... Oh, thank you. Yeah, I see that. Now, does anyone know why it's no grade? Is that just because it's kind of... Maybe it's a cheap kit? Or is it where there's no standard to the number of pieces in the detail? If you guys know, let me know. Yeah, I mean, I think that that was prior to when they started uh, introducing the idea of high grade versus master grade. And if correct me if I'm wrong, chat, but the high grade kits started out as a one one hundredth scale line. So okay. like, yeah, enthusiast is saying yeah before high grade. Yeah. yeah, before high grade. So the one one hundredth scale, I'm pretty sure was originally high grade, and then. Uh, one forty fourth, one to one forty fourth scale became the high grades, and then they introduced the master grade for the one one hundred scale model kits. Um, and yeah. the only reason I think that is because I've got a whole stack of no grade one to one forty fourth scale Gundam wing kits. Oh, that's cool. That, that you know, like I'd love to do a whole series on on my YouTube channel of covering you know, repairing these old kits that I built when I was 13 years old and then, like, upgrading them, like, uh, giving them a little glow up. That is a great idea. Yeah. Huh, you know, it's funny because I have a whole box full of bags of when I gave my son, my youngest, a lot of my high grades, they were in pieces, and so I have to eventually, you know, get back through them. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um... I guess that's it for that. Uh, the scale wasn't standardized to the UC mech sizes or something. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay, moving Which on. Which that was one of the first things that I was super disappointed about is when I got my first Universal Century uh, 1-100 scale kit, I got the Sharzaku 2 in 1-100 scale, and I stood it up next to my my Gundam wing Shenlong Gundam. And I was like, why is this thing like two inches taller than, <laughs> than oh. the Shenlong Gundam? In it, but is that, is that accurate though? It's accurate because but you the, didn't, the, you know, no. uh, Gundam wing Gundam F 91. Yeah. Those, those were smaller. Yeah. But I, yeah, what I'm curious about is maybe at the time you didn't know. 
Because there wasn't no like idea. any. I was like, why is this one mobile suit bigger yeah. than all the other ones I have? <laughs> yeah, because nowadays I'm figuring this stuff out because it's on the internet. Or And not only is it on the internet, but there's years and years and years of this data. Yeah, back then when Gundam's first come in the U.S. and wanted to find out about it. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay, so some other things on here. Let's see. I want to see if there's something that was like super old. Check out, if you guys are on my YouTube channel, on the community tab, if you want to read the other ones in here. Um, okay, the EDF Central, uh, RX-78-2 that he bought in 2001 at Walmart for $5 uh, when they, were, ha wow. they had a clearance on their merchandise. Uh, Soup Spoon, 1998 high-grade fighting action Tall Geese 3. Nice. Um, Good kit. Let's see. And Oh, uh, okay, Scott... McKelvey just bought the 1987 one, 144th NG uh, Faz. Kind of excited to see what it's like. Now, that would be crazy. Um, I had no idea. 1987? Like, if I saw something like that in 1987, I think I would, like... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything in the United created in the United States that is such, like, forward-looking. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm 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 100 with you. Okay. Um, yeah, because when I go back you know, and watch even the, the earliest model kits, they had limited articulation, um, and there was kind of like a, in terms of Gundam model kits, there was kind of like a bell curve, right, where articulation started out really poor because obviously they didn't have the joint design, they didn't use poly caps at the time. The engineering um, of yeah that, and yeah. so you basically had this kind of like Kenner. Uh, you oh know, yeah, because it'd be Star very Wars robotic. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you had this very robotic um, articulation, but the details on it were fantastic. Like the panel lines on it were really good. Um, and then as you got into the late '90s, early 2000s, model kits tended to have more articulation but less detail on them. Oh, and now we're kind of entering that golden age of high grade kits where you get both articulation and detail that's that's interesting because yeah like the moon gundam the high grade moon gundam looks like a real grade like just because it's of fantastic. all the detail yeah and the articulation is there yeah that's interesting you know being a newer uh, gumpla builder i that's really interesting to know that that was kind of like the evolution of it um yeah i need to find myself a kit from the 80s uh to build i'll probably be oh yeah so I'm going to look for next. Um, let's see. No, oh, 1980s. Uh, this is from uh, Cromando. Zagok 144 from 1980. Wow. I make it finish. Okay, hold on. I uh, finished it and broke it when I'm still a kid. And today it's still on my bookcase. Wow. I didn't even paint it yet. Wow. Um Again, it would be cool to have... You know what? There are a couple of us on the Patreon that we all got... Uh, a goose kind of got us an old kit. It's a diorama. It's not like a real kit. It's more of a diorama. And we still need to build that, and I can show it off on uh, on the channel. Um, it's like the diorama awesome. from 0079, and it has, like, different-sized uh, mobile suits. Um, let's see. What else? 90s Death Psych from Walmart. That's cool that Walmart had the stuff back then. Yeah, I never remem remembered seeing these things at, like, Walmart or, you know, Target wasn't even around back then. 
Um, whenever I wanted to go get Gundam model kits, I had to go to, there was a store in the mall called Another Universe. Oh, um, yeah. Which might have been a regional thing, but I remember, I remember Universe, that yeah. store so distinctly because they had a life-size statue of the Xenomorph and the Predator from Alien and Predator in the window. Oh, man. Hey, you know Loved what? that store. Hilarious. That, I'm... I'm pretty sure there was the same thing here in Dallas. Yeah, the life-size Xenomorph from Predator, another universe, yeah. Yeah, you go in there, and it's like they had all the anime stuff. They had sci-fi stuff. You get your Dragon Ball Z action figures. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was... My my brothers and I, it was like every two months, there would be like a new Dragon Ball Z VHS that we would buy, and I would buy a model (laughs) kit. They would get a Dragon Ball Z figure. We'd go home. I'd build the model... We'd watch Dragon Ball Z together. Ah, oh, oh, that sounds like good times. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got to do that again. All right. Exactly. Um, so this is cool. Japanese characters here, so I'm not too sure. But 1983, so that's when I was born. I was 10 years old, and it's an MSV-144. Then I guess the MO6R, that's just the Zaku 2. Um, I'm mobility type. I'm mobility type. Cool. Very cool. Which probably the Johnny Ridden version. Um, is that the one that you have or that the model you're using? I mean, that's the that's the model Zaku. Um, but obviously that kit is you yeah. know predates me. That's older than me. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Huh. So that that's yeah, isn't that weird cool. to think about? Like there there are model yeah. kits out there that people have built that are older than you and I. Yeah, and it's funny. I think about that sometimes. Like, what if I happen to? It's like I look at all the technology and stuff I have around me, and I love it. And I'm like, but what if I was born earlier? So, like, during certain times of my life, I didn't have the technology. But I think, man, I would have awesome metal because I love metal and I love metal from back then. And then I would have Gundam, and then hey, computers are still a thing. So, yeah, exactly right. Fun. Um, let's see. Oh, an SD, this is uh, from Daniel, an SDBB Shenshi Shars Gelgug from 1989. Let's see if I can pull that up. Kind of curious what that, oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, cool. it's cool that that stuff came out in the late 80s and it's still, you know, these little SD things. Yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, that's... uh, Okay, cool. Well, anyway, if anyone has any other, like, old school... Oh, yeah, see you, Lucas. Anyone has any other old school um, hits, uh, yeah, let us know. Um, Cool. Okay. Um, Next, I wanted to... Where was I? Okay, Gundam Evolution tier list, just real quick. I haven't even played with all these characters yet, but I'm curious what this dude, Glenn Fox... (laughs) What does he know? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> about, so did he play through all of these uh, characters? I don't know because I really didn't read the article, but let's just see. Uh... <laughs> I read the headlines <laughs> yeah. and I got angry about it. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that like all YouTube videos um, no. or, or tweets? Well, and it's so, it's so interesting because Gundam Evolution is the first time in recent memory that I can think of where – you have non-Gundam fans that are contributing to the Gundam conversation in such a loud and um, uh, authoritative way. Yeah, right? that's a good way to put it, because people look up to these people, these influ- gaming influencers. Um, 
they, they've right. entered evolution into esports, so they have specific uh, esports people, uh, athletes. Like, I love Moist Critical more than the next guy, <laughs> and uh, I'm a big fan of Charlie, but I don't know what he knows about Gundam. All I know is, whoa, baby! <laughs> this is the Gundam I've been waiting for! <laughs> Yeah, that's what's crazy. Like people are going to start loving Gundam, and then people are going to start loving specific things about the game that are like really incorrect. Like how people will like take something and use it as a meme, and it's like not yeah. correct about Gundam. You remember how that Twitter poll was like, "Hey, what anime is the Dom Trooper from?" Yeah, that thing. And yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like I, the more I see of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna repost that stuff. Oh yeah, um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So, according to this dude, the S tier, the best to be is the Barbados and Sazabi. Now, yes. playing as both of them, they are very powerful because it takes few hits or shots if you're close enough. Those are like tanky mobile suits in, in the game. Yeah. Um, so, A tier. Um, I haven't used any of them except for the turn A. And when I say I haven't used any of them since the early, the beta, I'm just talking about since I've started now. Um, the turn A, I can see why it's A tier, but it's one of those where you have to be really good at the game to really understand how to use the turn A Gundam correctly. Um, so B tier. So I've been using the Pale Rider um, and kicking butt with that. I enjoy it. It has its SMG. Um, it throws a grenade. It's like typical like Call of Duty stuff, so I think that's why it's kind of easy to play. Um, C tier gun tank. I love the gun tank. It has a lot of firepower, and it's real fun to just have yourself placed just right to just pummel. Dude, that that core fighter special attack from yeah. the gun tank is so awesome. Yeah, it, again, it's cool how they incorporate like the lore into the specials. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see, and then D tier Zaku two, which seems blasphemous, just because it's a Zaku two. I mean, but um, you so there's other suits right now that you can get, like they even have the unicorn. But what's interesting is <clears throat> there's a battle pass also, and I think the one you buy, you can buy one, and it comes with the unicorn, and then you're unlocking skins. It, there's actually a lot if you're into Gundam. Yeah. I think there's value in that. Like, if you like the game, and because it gives you all this Gundam-related stuff, like sticker, it's like Amuro and Haro and all this stuff. Like, it's like a Gundam fan. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but um, the developers of this game were definitely Gundam fans. Yeah, the way this stuff's like, incorporated. That's, that's what I yeah. would say. It's like yeah. you know, you've got like mobile suit choices, like the Marisai and the the Ashamar, and you're like. Those are Zeta like lover suits, like right, that, you know, yeah, you know, like those are in there before the Zeta Gundam. Yeah, obviously this the the developers of this game were very much, you know, deep cuts were in the lore. Um, so yeah, a lot even, of the unlockables and a lot of like the the profile pictures, the avatars, I guess yeah. you would call them. Mm -hmm. Those are very like niche and cool. It's right. it's a Gundam lovers game for sure. Yeah. And that's what's cool about it. Even it's it's almost like in a way Fortnite. How Fortnite's a standard third person shooter, but it, you can theme it so whatever, and then jump in and you know. Um, so you can buy. Here's the thing: you can't buy the coins right now. You can't buy the currency to. They're not letting anyone buy anything right now. 
Um, yeah. th that's on the 23rd, I think. But um, it, it seems to have multiple currency types, but you do get stuff from playing that you can then buy stuff with that type of currency. And then another currency <laughs> that you get from playing, you can use to buy stuff. And then there's the coins or the capital. Um, I think it, I forget what it's called. That I'm just waiting for Vegeta. Vegeta in Gundam Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Would they really do that, you think? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if they're going to do any crossovers because most games do that, you know? I mean, that seems to be the look, right? Yeah. You know, nowadays. But um, it, when you buy, yeah, the Battle Pass is just like anything you'd expect from Fortnite or if any other games if you guys have ever done a Battle Pass. Um, but you get the Unicorn. Um, yep. And then the other things you can just unlock, like... You can get things randomly, but when you click on things, it, it does have an option to buy. So it's like with in-game currency. So, you know, there's a balance there. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, Neon Wave saying, I personally want the Victory Gundam to be added to Evolution. It's my favorite suit. So why wouldn't I want it? That's a cool suit, man. V1 or V2? And um, with the V2, should it have its whole, like, uh, thingy that it has? Hey, look, you know. Bikini Bazooka Babes for yes. Gundam Evolution. When are Radiant. we going to get it? No, no, no. Listen, that should be the special where it's fully yeah. rendered women in bikinis and bazookas that are like flying around. That would really work. Any any young male playing this, any aged male that is attracted to the opposite sex that's playing the game, if they were to see that on screen, they would have trouble playing the game. <laughs> Microtransactions. I want <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, that's uh definitely it. Um Metal Neo's asking if I have Fortnite. Um Yeah, I've played a lot mainly due to my kids and you know what it's actually pretty cool. Um You know, I, I used to call GVO two Fortnite, but with Gundam. And it's <laughs> it's a close description, but I've come to accept that it's slightly Yeah, it's funny good. because they are both free to play. They both have their own systems for earning stuff to buy stuff um but gbo2 doesn't have seasons uh that's yeah yeah it doesn't do the season thing but it has the special uh right. events yeah, it's funny it's like it does the same thing but differently um mad matt saying crossbone gundam x1 would also be dope yeah that would that look alone in it like let's think about it so they're making this game for anyone to want to play um uh then you would think a crossbone would just be a good appealing uh, suit to have in there. Appeal for pirates, like yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I like that one. Um, oh, Neon Wave saying I'm still uh, astonished or, that the unicorn is like a support unit. Oh, you know, I haven't looked much into it, but that's oh. how it's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you oh. would think that the unicorn is going to be like a, a powerhouse unit, yeah, the like tank the Zazabi or whatever, yeah. or the uh, Barbados, but no, it's support unit. Oh. I wonder if maybe they decided that based on the weapons that it uses and came up with something. I don't know. It'll be neat to see. Um, but uh, Robert is saying Fortnite uh, should wait until G-Witch is out to incorporate Gundam with the game. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of time, I think, that Gundam is in uh, Fortnite. Like, I will buy the, Fortnite, uh, the Gundam stuff in Fortnite. I mean, that's going to happen. Um, they did have the the tall... Geese, which it was a, a tall, uh, the Sentinel, it was a bird looking mobile suit, so that did exist. 
Um, and the neon wave is saying that he prefers V1 over V2 due to design. Um, but yeah, you know, that's an interesting point. I, like, I do like the look of the V1 over the V2, but I like the V2. Even <clears throat> the master grade Verka I have is of the V2. The high grade I have is of the V2. Um, I even painted all the yellow gold on that one because it just looks good mm. like that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Zeonic Frenware, funnily enough, the beam Gatling gun is a Zeon weapon and part of the Unicorn standard weapons. So I know that it has a Gatling gun, but that's a, that's a Zeon weapon? That I, I don't know much. Originally, about. yeah. Um, the beam Gatling, I don't think there are any Federation suits that have a beam Gatling gun. Yeah, I, d I don't know. I mean, a weapon like that sounds like something uh, a Xeon suit would have. Um, it, it seems like, yeah, they really just outfit the Federation with just standard rifle-like weaponry, you know? Um, Pretty much. Keep it cheap, you know? <laughs> just uh, get the armaments out there. Um, well, cool. Um, oh, Xeonic Prim were saying it was made for the Kshatriya. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Well, cool. So that's the... Uh, Tier list for evolution. So if anyone's playing evolution, cur uh, curious like what suit you're having a good time with. Um, and then a couple other things. There's this sick... Uh, I've been getting into the Metal Robot Spirits, and there's going to be this uh, Kotoki uh, New Gundam, I guess, mass production unit in a Metal Robot Spirits form. It seems pretty sick. Like... Uh, Never Dude, heard of I, that. I think that the mass production version of the new Gundam is cooler looking than the original new Gundam. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of the new Gundam, but like the 93 FF, like the the statue that's in Japan, that model of the new Gundam is sweet. The mass production model of the new Gundam is sweet. Basically, anything oh. that's not the new Gundam but looks like the new Gundam, I love it. Like the narrative, <laughs> you know, because it's it uses the frame. Yeah. Um, so yeah, here it is. Uh, I put I posted up on the screen. I remember I forget which podcast it was, but I just came across a picture uh, online, and I was like, "This is the coolest looking thing!" And uh, I can't believe they're making a Metal Robot Spirits version like that. I'm pumped for, and it's you know the Katoki version. So yeah, hey, and like they did with um the GMs this site has all of like the metal robot spirits uh the cost signature or just all the cost signature even if they're that's not awesome. metal i think so that's always fun um and then just another one here that's pretty cool is the sniper from oh wait that ms team a robot spirits version because like in the past year they've been coming out with all the robot spirits from oh wait the ms team and um i have them all except for the easy eight because that's still uh, not out yet. And then I guess this is another one they're coming out with. But and it comes with that base. Uh, let's. They don't have a picture. Yeah, like the charging base behind it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, wait, why is it going the other way? Is it because it's Japanese? No, that's hmm. okay. Uh, yeah. See, see, isn't this pretty cool? It's like a little base it has, and it even has the effect part for all the the smoke or debris from the pressure. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty awesome. And and that's one of the things that, like, generally speaking, when you talk to a Gundam fan about the GM Sniper custom, most people think of, like, the GM Sniper 2 from 0080. Oh, 0080, yeah. Um, 
the 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 original GM sniper was essentially a GM ground type, just painted green and with a sniper rifle, right? Like yeah, this and it even it. had the symmetrical uh, chest um look to it. It's a sick looking unit. Like that's gonna be a pre order for sure. Oh yeah, cool. Um, let's see. And you know what? That does it for today's show. So, you know, that was a cool one. Um, uh, you know, it's really just a bunch of video game news. And so someone asked earlier if I'm going to be streaming evolution and I will be, I don't know if it's going to be tonight, but for sure this weekend, I'll probably just jump on whenever I'm playing, do a few rounds. Maybe people can jump in if they want. Um, so yeah, I'll be doing that. Uh, otherwise, yeah, the movie night is Saturday. Can't wait to watch F91 again. Um, and then, yeah, Steven, anything, uh, you want to bring up mention nothing exciting no i mean it's a you know like you said it's a big video game week for gundam um hopefully it's going to be a big anime week here coming up soon so uh there's a lot yeah. to talk about there's there's never a never a lull in gundam content coming our way yeah you know a lot of times it's a matter of what will i talk about like there's so many different things you know it's yeah there's always something um Let's see. So, yeah, thanks, everyone. Uh, always good to see the familiar faces. Or if anyone's watching that hasn't seen this before, yeah, subscribe, like, join us later. Um, or join us next time. Um, yeah, and then Steven's stuff is in the description, the link for his channel and all that. Um, yeah, so until next time, everyone have a good rest of the night, good weekend, and, yeah, see you later. Thank you. Cheers.